0: Hey, it's Lacey Broussard and this is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. From sex and motherhood, birth and relationships, communication and intimacy building, and Taoism and Tantra, we explore topics such as self-care, self-pleasure, body image, jadex, the feminine cycles, creativity in business, and modern spirituality. The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is a place to come for true stories and transformational advice on how to be a mama and a multi-orgasmic woman too. Hey loves, I am super excited to talk with you today about one of my favorite topics. This is about turning your sex life into a spiritual practice. Reclaiming the sacred in sexuality was one of the big reclamations that I went through as a young adult. I always had an inner knowing that sex was inherently good and sacred from about the time I was 15 or 16. Uh, that was completely opposite than what I was taught. And that's why when I turned 16, I got a job at a coffee shop <laughs> and I told them that I had to work on Sundays because that way it would be easier for me to break it to my parents that I wasn't going to church anymore. Somehow, I just always knew that the way that I was raised to relate to my sexuality was fucking wrong. I, I just knew it. I knew it was wrong because I believed and I felt in my heart that sexuality was this amazing, glorious, beautiful thing. (laughs) And if there were a spiritual path that believed this too, then I was going to be the one to find it. Now, it only took about 15 years, but I did find Tantra and Taoism. And then I immersed myself in these ancient traditions and the living transmissions of a couple female teachers because both of these traditions believed that you couldn't be right with God or that you couldn't reach enlightenment unless you were right with your sex. And oh my God, when I discovered that, I was done. I was home. I found my spot. (laughs) And one of the reasons why I love that I am a sex coach and not a sex therapist is that Even though I am a trained scientist, I'm not bound by science alone. I think it's wonderful and great that we have science around sexuality and that we're learning more and more and understanding more, especially around female sexuality, pleasure, and orgasm. But I, unlike a sex therapist, I'm free to teach whatever the fuck I want. And I get to teach the things that I know work for people because I know that they've worked on me and I know that they've worked on clients of mine and I know that they've worked on peers of mine. And honestly, I'm not sure that science is ever going to validate the sacred and the sexy and I ain't gonna sit around and wait for it to, because I'd probably be waiting forever. Now, I personally know how liberated and free and at peace I have become around my body and sexuality because of these teachings, and I know that people like you want it, and people for over 1,500 years have had better lives because of it, so why not teach it? Let's talk about what makes sex sacred. What does that even mean? A lot of men ask me this. (laughs) And it's kind of hard to explain. Women seem to perceive this and get it. Men sometimes have a little more difficulty around understanding how sexuality can be sacred. In both the Taoist and Tantric tradition, you don't get to bypass disregard, pretend like it doesn't exist or denounce your sexuality on the way to enlightenment. And that right there is the most awesome thing to me about both of these traditions because this belief does not exist in any other spiritual tradition or uh, religion that I've ever, ever come across. Now, let's look more specifically at Taoism and dive into what sacred sexuality means in this tradition as I have come to know it. I am not a Taoist teacher. I'm not a guru. I do not do not claim to be any of those things, but I have done extensive readings and studies on them, and this is coming from what I have learned. In this tradition, there are three energy centers called dantians. There's a lower dantian, a middle dantian, and an upper dantian. And the lower dantian is located just below your belly button. The middle one is right at your heart, and the upper one is located at the level of the brain. Now, the lower dantian is where your jing chi exists. Your Jing Chi is your sexual source energy. This energy is what you were created from through the act of sex and what you were born through. And your Jing Chi is energy, it's the energy of life and all other energies will draw from this energy center when they are depleted, therefore depleting your sexual energy. Your second energy center in the heart is your qi energy or the energy of just life in general. So this is the energy to go out in the world and do life and to make life happen for you. This energy will draw upon your sexual jing chi if you're overextending yourself and your outside physical reality. This is why when people are overworked and stressed out, one of the first things they notice is that their sex drive goes down. Think about that for a minute. The times in your life when you felt super stressed out about money or super stressed out about I don't know, physical health, it's really common for you to just lose desire and sex quickly. That's because your body is drawing extra energy from your sexual center just to do life. So you're not so much thinking about sex and when a person gains balance in their chi and their life energy then their sexual energy will naturally be restored now the third energy center in the brain is what is called your shen energy or the energy of spiritual spirituality spiritual enlightenment and it surprisingly takes a lot of energy to be enlightened at least that's what i hear <laughs> i do not make any claims to be enlightened and i am not a spiritual teacher or guru but i have practiced meditation and loving presence uh, long enough to know that it for sure takes a lot of energy to keep your vibration high in a world where we're operating on a pretty low vibration. It takes a lot of energy to stay positive. It takes a lot of energy to live in the moment and in the present and to hold a space of present loving compassion for all living things. It's not easy and it takes a lot of energy to live from the space. And in the Taoist tradition, you will not have the energy for enlightenment and for spirituality if you are not constantly replenishing your jing, qi, or your sexual energy stores. This is why they created sexuality practices for men and women to learn to replenish, refine, and to store their sexual energy for other uses than sex alone. And that's why they created sexual training practices to teach you how to refine your sexual energy into qi and to turn your qi into shen or spiritual energy. So basically, they believe that you don't get to get enlightened unless you know how to replenish, refine, and store your jing qi or your sexual energy. That means no enlightenment until you are right with your sex. Basically, everything in the Taoist tradition comes back to having a healthy and integrated sexuality. The Taoists were much more interested in sexual health and in health in general than the Tantrics. And that's why they created an entire system around clearing the sexual organs of negativity and stuckness, of stuck stagnant energy, so that you can fill up with life-giving Jing Chi energy. I love this so much. All right, now let's move on to Tantra and how sexuality is sacred and their tradition. In Tantra, we have the seven-part energy system, or the chakra system, as you've probably heard of it. This system identifies seven different energy points in the body that are commonly perceived or felt at each point or chakra. And the energy can be refined, just like in the Taoist three-part energy system. But the thing about Tantra is that they were more interested in awakening and everyday liberation than in health and sexual health. That's why they created sexual rituals that incorporate consecration and intention, which is what makes the sex ritual sacred. That's why in my holistic uh, sex tools and techniques that I teach, I always teach intention because so much changes when you set an intention around a sexual encounter. And in our fast-paced, tech-obsessed, fast-food-obsessed culture, everyone wants to just knock one off and discover the quickest way to orgasm, and we often leave out a lot of pleasure and bliss when we treat sex like a fast food meal instead of a five course dinner. And when you set an intention around your sexual experience, uh, around making it sacred and special, it's like the warm towel that you get when you go to a fancy sushi restaurant, right? Before you even order the appetizer, they come out with this warm hand towel and it feels so good on your hands and you're like, Oh wow, this is special. Well, That's what an intention around sexuality is like. Now, consecration is where you're offering the blessings and gifts of the experience to something like a god or a goddess or to an element like fire, water, or earth, or you're offering the blessings and benefits to pleasure or to highest consciousness and deepest love, you can consecrate to anything you want. (laughs) These are just some examples of ones that I have practiced and enjoy. Uh, So between consecration and intention, you've set the stage to have a sacred sexual experience. It becomes ritualistic because it's not just about knocking one off anymore. It's about a a ritual, like a held container, held space. It's about dropping in to the present moment and letting that God or goddess that you've consecrated to flow through you (laughs) and really embodying that God or goddess, letting it flow through you and becoming it. And that's why we offer the blessings uh, to something of higher power than ourselves, because it is a sacred experience that can really bring you into an ecstatic and blissed out state and if you're able to take all of that ecstasy and bliss and offer it up to something other than yourself for the good of the world to whatever it makes it a sacred thing it's not just about you anymore now let's bring this down to the practical everyday level we talked about how sex is a spiritual practice in both the tantric and Taoist traditions And now you're probably wondering, well, that's all really cool information, Lacey, but how the fuck do I incorporate that into my sex life? (laughs) Well, here's how you can make sex a spiritual practice in your life, my dear. Number one, when you're feeling depleted, overworked, and stressed out, the first thing, I know this is hard to think about because usually this is the last thing that we want to think about. The first thing to think about is setting aside time for self-pleasure. I know it's the last thing you want to do, but if you actually do this, it's going to end up giving you more energy when you are doing it without trying to climax. If you can set aside 15, 20, 30 minutes, it's even better uh, to just self pleasure without climaxing. You're just simply touching and stroking yourself to activate your turn on and sexual energy. And when you start to feel the pleasure build up, you can place one hand on your lower belly and the other hand on top. And you're gently going to circle your hands up on the left and down on the right around your lower belly. As you consciously feel all of that turn on and the sexual energy collect in this lower belly, this lower Dantian area, you'll feel all of your turn on and any pleasure collect into this area, then you're going to reverse the direction and rub your hands up on the right and down on the left as you feel all of this turn on and activation absorb into your lower Dantian. Now your sexual energy will be replenished and collected and stored for you to use whenever you need. And you will feel more energized because you have activated all that energy and then brought it back into the body and stored it for whatever shit you have going on in your life that you need it for. Now, the second way that you can bring all of this into your practical love life is before each sexual experience to take a moment to offer up a consecration for the sexual experience. You can offer up the blessings and benefits of the experience to any god or goddess, to any element, to pleasure, to highest consciousness and deepest love, and during that experience, see if you can embody that. See if you can embody that goddess. See if you can embody pleasure. See if you can embody fire, for example. Now the third is to set an intention for each sexual experience. What would you like the experience to be like? Would you like to experience pleasure in whatever form it may come? Would you like to experience as much pleasure as possible? Would you like to experience deep connection and love for your body? Anything that you desire to have around your sexual experience You can set an intention for and this will turn your sex from just sex to a sacred act All right, ladies (laughs) That was it for today. <laughs> Hopefully you can take one of these three examples of how to turn your sex life into a sacred experience and try it out. And if you're wanting more one-on-one support around learning Tantra, the JDAG practice, or just wanting to feel your sexuality is sacred and not dirty, shameful, or disgusting, then I want you to head to the themultiorgasmicmama.com and you can send me a message in the black box at the bottom of the page. That this is something you're really wanting to talk about, talk about, and I will get back to you ASAP. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next week. <laughs> Bye.